if it's not ugly, it's not a Browns win in 2020, right? Is that how <laughs> the saying goes? Eight so. and three. The Browns are eight and three. It seems like every single time they get a W, it can't just be like, whew, I can turn this game off in the third quarter. They're going to easily win this one. It's uh, There's one second left. I still cannot turn the game off. That's basically how it feels, right, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, that fourth quarter was uh, – was a bit was a bit comical at times, um, but hey, eight and three, win is a win. Uh, we keep saying this, and I, I just point to um, a couple of things. I point to the Raiders losing today. Um, they played an off another awful team, just like the Browns, and they didn't get the job done. Browns did, so um, I think it's I think it's a it's a good. Uh, and how many how many times in years past have we been in this situation where we would have an ugly game but we would lose? So it's it's a good building uh, building step, and we're eight and three. Nothing better than that. But I've been told this whole time that all the Browns can do is just beat bad teams. So <laughs> that right? I mean, right. that's even at the end of this game, they're like the Browns beat another team under five hundred. Let's see what they do next weekend. It's the NFL. Beating a team right. even 0-15 is still a win. It still counts as one win in the schedule. Yeah, nothing is certain in this league. Um, any team can beat a team on on any given Sunday, except for maybe the Jets, who are terrible. But, um, yeah, it's 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 good to just get get the wins that you're supposed to win. And the Browns have, and they're eight and three. I, I don't. I'm not going to complain about it, and neither should you. It's not going to happen, but it'd be so Browns. <laughs> Please don't bring that up. No. Okay. okay I know I where you're going. Okay. <laughs> the Jets are going to be winless in a few weeks. Just remember that it would be so Browns. No. <laughs> I feel like at this point the Jets are trying to lose football games. So like, hey, even if we are the Browns. It's not going to happen, but just keep, just bookmark this. Just bookmark me saying this. We are still the Browns. It is on him. <laughs> it's on Josh. <laughs> uh, yeah. But seriously, um, eight and three, the first non-losing season since 2007. And I saw Reuter just tweeted out that it's the first time the Browns have won three games in a row, twice in the same season since 1988. Wow. I mean... I don't care if you're playing the Jets 16 games yeah. in a row. That's still right. impressive. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was another another win, another three-game win streak. Um, I, I I can't take anything out of, take anything bad about this. Win is a win. It got ugly at times. The refs were at one of the worst games I've seen in a while. Um, but they pulled it out. That says a lot. That says a lot, by the way. Yeah, we've had some bad, bad calls. Um, especially, uh, I can I can just pull many out of my hat. But yeah, this one was rough. Just the the um, the roughing the passer, the the spotting of the ball in the last drive, the second to last drive was just god awful. And yeah, they the refs did not have a good game either. So. <laughs> But the, guess what? The Browns won, and that's all you can ask for. And speaking of the Browns winning, the WFNY Instant Insights WFNY Podcast Edition is now eight and three overall record, career record, <laughs> eight and three. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, at this that's rate, us. the Browns are going to be the best team in the NFL in a few years. 
<laughs> I know, right? We're just we're just we're just that number one pick from that just comes in right away and steps up and wins games for you. The eight and three, man. Speaking of number one, that's a good leeway. Speaking of number one picks, Baker Mayfield, he missed two wide open. One was Harrison Bryant. No, was it? Who was the wide open touchdown? No, uh, Richard Higgins. Uh, Richard Higgins. Wide open touchdown. I think I could have made the pass blindfolded. Somehow Baker Mayfield couldn't make the pass. And then Kareem Hunt on what would have been a first down late in the fourth quarter. He, I don't, he like threw, it was weird. He like put too much. He put too much on the pass, and he yeah. didn't throw. It was really weird. I don't know. But then yeah. he makes some incredible throws to Jarvis Landry. So I don't know. I feel like that's just Baker Mayfield, and you have to live with. You just have to live with it. He right. makes some incredible passes with guys and with no room. On, like with guys that have no room, he makes it in that small window. But then he misses wide open guys like you did with Higgins. Yeah, it's it's a kind of I I wrote earlier this morning, uh, today. It's just a conundrum. Um, it's it's wild to watch that he makes these just tremendous throws in these tight windows, and then he'll come back and it'll be he'll he'll miss a guy wide open in the end zone. It's it's wild to watch. Um, hopefully, um, the key will be that getting it more consistent uh, going forward, uh, not. Not getting into these troubles where you get the you just it, it seems like he strings them together too, like he he was playing really well in the beginning of the game and then he had those two he had a couple throws that were just off target including that Higgins one, um, and then he gets back on. It's just he's 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 a roller coaster uh, right now. Um, but overall, I thought he played well. Um, he missed obviously some big throws that could have cemented this win even bigger, um, but. I thought he was good. Um, he was solid. Um, he he made made throws to help uh, leave the offense, uh, which was different than uh, the past couple games. Um, so it it was it, he played all right, and he I think he more than all right. I think he was he had a good game. Um, but yeah, we need to shore those up. I think uh, especially the easy easy ones that he misses. Yeah, I mean, ninth. It's hard to complain when your quarterback goes nineteen of twenty nine, two fifty eight, right. two touchdowns. But that could have easily been like twenty two of twenty nine, three hundred yards, three touchdowns, and the game should have been over at the end of the third quarter. Right. And but the other thing that we we need to talk about is he's not throwing uh, like dangerous passes this, uh, in quite a while. Actually, um, he hasn't had a turnover. I was to bring that up. Yeah, he hasn't had a turnover today, and it's been a couple weeks, I think. He hasn't thrown an interception since uh, week seven on the play that Odell Beckham uh, tore his ACL. That was the last yeah. turnover. That was the last interception he threw. So, I mean, he's not turning the ball over, which is obviously very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just feel like he has to make he he makes really good throws at certain times, but then he makes mm-hmm. really bad throws at certain times. He just needs to be more yeah. consistent. Yeah, consistency is. It's the number one thing with him now. Um, I think we're – he seems to be getting better in the pocket, not getting like last year where he was just gun-shy in the pocket, and he's getting better at that. But now I think it's just getting consistent, um, getting more comfortable with the scheme. And that. Uh, and then I could see I could see him being a really good quarterback. I, I really do. I, I still believe in him because you see these throws today, and it's – 
Like not many guys can throw the make these passes. So it's it's there. You just got to get more consistent. Yeah. So at some points today, he looks like Patrick Mahomes. At other points, he looks like Joe Flacco. He just needs to be more of like a – he needs to be a more middle ground. I'd rather him be more of a middle ground guy than look at Pat – look like Patrick Mahomes 20% of the time and Sam Darnold and Joe Flacco 25% of the time. No hate on the Jets. It's just easy to hate on the Jets. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, it's the consistency – the consistencies. It can be – it gets annoying <laughs> – because you, you because you know it's there, and but it's, he's just missing it wide open, guys. Like I can, if you're inaccurate on some tight passes and stuff, that's fine. But he's missing these wide open guys. That's just like he know he he's better than that, and that's why we have to get to the point where it's just he's more consistent. Absolutely, and by receivers obviously help out the quarterback when the wide receivers are playing well, and that is exactly what Jarvis Landry did today. One of his best games as a Brown. Eight receptions, 143 yards, and a touchdown on 11 targets. I feel like, did he really have a catch in the fourth quarter? I feel like he had 11 targets like in the third quarter, but maybe I could be wrong. I think he had, I think he did have, I think he did have a catch, but yeah, he had a a spectacular game. Um, He was huge for the offense. Uh, he needs to step up um, as the number one receiver without Odell, um, and he definitely did today. It, it was great to see him. I think he's just getting more healthy. Um, those ribs were uh, really hurting him. Um, and then just coming off the offseason surgery, um, I think we don't talk about that as much. So um, if if this is a start of something good for him, this would be huge for him. The Browns need, uh, need someone to step up in the – passing game to be a, a playmaker other than the, just the running backs. Speaking of running backs and speaking of consistency on this offense, Nicholas Chubb, he is so freaking good. So good. Oh man. He had his, he had just another great game. It, it was amazing. Just watching his cuts and his vision throughout the game was just so fun to watch. He's just, he's, just tack, running through people, carrying people for extra yards. It's great to see. And uh, he single-handedly finished off the game at the end of the game. He had good runs, and then he had that screen pass where he just – Yeah, a screen pass. I didn't know those those existed in the Browns' 2020 <laughs> offense. I know. He had two today. <laughs> he had two Nick Chubb screen passes. So it was awesome to see. Um, I, I feel like they actually fooled the defense quite <laughs> <laughs> Very, <laughs> it's almost like screen passes can really, really work in this offense, Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, I, I know, right? It's so odd. Like he's done so much great things for his offense, but the lack of screen passes to the running backs has just been so odd. So hopefully, this is a sign of that they added they're adding it to the offense um, because that'll be uh, huge for the passing game. Just getting it to getting the balls in in these guys' hands, these running backs' hands, and letting them have space is just would be huge for this offense. Uh, getting pulling off big plays. And don't get me wrong, I'm not having hating on Stem, Kevin Stefanski at all. But one of the biggest things where like people are like, oh wow, he could have really worked with the guys, like with the uh, Browns personnel from the Vikings moving over to the Browns was screenplays because Nicholas Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunter are so good at that. 
and he ran him so much in Minnesota, so people thought it would be like a perfect fit. And then he came here this year, and he rarely ever runs him. It's been really yeah. odd. Yeah, yeah, it has been, especially to Nick. Uh, Nick hasn't. I don't know if he's had one prior to this game. Um, I know Hunt has had a couple, but yeah, it's been super odd. So I'm hoping maybe it's just it's just the way of how he's implementing the offense each week. Um, that he's just adding more and more to the offense and the playbook. So um, if they keep can continue to do that, that'll be huge for him because you always want to get the ball in your playmaker's hands. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And when you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and your play action works as good as it does to open up the running game and passing game even more, just run screens. But I mean, it's, right. I feel like it's like a perfect marriage for this offense. Yeah, especially and then with the mobile offensive line, we have a, one of the most athletic offensive lines in the league, um, with like uh, Y. Teller and and J. C. Treader um, and Joe Batonio. Those guys can get out there quickly, um, and it, it'd be huge if they can continue to do that. Uh, it's just another wrinkle in the offense that can uh, make big plays for them. Yes, sir. Yeah, I twenty-seven twenty-five, but that game could have. Easily been 41-18. Right, yeah. It's it's crazy. It's just one of those games. Yeah, they just couldn't finish. They made mistakes that derailed them from getting more points. Um, but, yeah, it, a win is a win. Um, it should have been better. But um, you t- it's, a, it's actually probably – Kevin Stefanski actually probably liked it because it's, it's, thing, it's a win – but it's things that you can work on for the next week. Um, it's so he can he can use it as a teaching moment, but get a win in in addition to it. It's so, a lot uh, better to learn from wins than to yeah. learn from losses, especially yeah. in a sixteen game NFL season. How how many learning experiences have we had when it was a loss in my lifetime? <laughs> I'm only thirty, and I I'd play say close to three hundred. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so nice to be on the winning side and, and getting chances to learn and improve on the next week. And I well, I I need to go to bed. I just said I'm thirty years old and I'm only twenty nine. I won't be thirty for like a month and a half, but hey, it is what it is. Um yeah, so back to the Browns. Hey, the defense they were even against the one win Jaguars. I was expecting the struggle because they didn't have Denzel Ward or Miles Garrett or I mean their linebackers are already bad, and then they were without those guys too. Mm-hmm. Who saw Andrew Sandejo be the defensive MVP today? <laughs> Unbelievable! Yeah, Sandejo actually had a good game for the Browns. It's it's wild to watch. Um, but yeah, that was that was huge for him um, because. They were missing so many. They were playing backup corners after backup corners out there, and it was it was not pretty at times. Um, so it was it's huge for them. Um, I think the pass rush was obviously they didn't play the Eagles this week, um, and we saw that was, that makes a difference. Um, they weren't as dominant, um, but they did they did step on, up on in certain plays like that that should have been cementing of the of the sack uh on that last drive um but yeah the defense they they played as well as i thought they would 
Um, they they didn't out overperform or underperform. They played who they thought they were with given with who they were missing. Um, so let's just pray that uh, Miles Garrett can come back next week because we know who who's coming up next week and. It's not when Derrick Henry is playing <laughs> against you, you need all the best defensive linemen you yeah. can get. You need all, of them, yeah, and 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 more, <laughs> uh, because yeah, he's it's going to be a tough game next week, and uh, they need as many healthy bodies as possible. And hopefully, Harrison. That's that's another loss to the defense. Uh, Harrison got hurt, um, like what first play I think, um, and yeah, first play of the game. So hopefully he's all right, but it's not a great sign when he was ruled out pretty quickly uh, from the game. So fingers crossed, but, yeah, that might be another big loss for this defense. All I'm going to say is that if Andrew Sandejo is the defensive MVP next week, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> no, we need Miles to have a – we need Miles to have just a coming out party again after after sitting out the last two games and just – we need him to be dominant uh, versus versus the Titans. Um, it's going to be a tough matchup. It's going to be a fun matchup because I think the I think both team both teams will have to score score quite a lot. Um, I, I I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, but yeah, it should be a fun game. It'll be a huge test for the Browns, um, and we'll see where we're at. Yeah, I mean, at eight and three too. I guess we are starting to talk about next week already. Um, at eight and three, I feel like, well, if the Browns lose, you know what the talking point is going to be. The Browns can't beat a team over five hundred. That's obvious. That's the most obvious answer. Um, but at eight and three, I feel like they have sort of a cushion too. Like if they win, that's huge. If they lose, okay, they're eight and four. Yeah, it's there's a lot of wiggle room right now, um, which is good. Um, I, 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 if in that win, hopefully the, the only thing is that they, they can't get blown out. They've gotten blown out in the two biggest matchups this year, um, Baltimore and Pittsburgh. They can't let that happen. Then, then those claims will be, they'll be right because you can't get blown out by the three best teams you played in the, on the schedule. You got to come out there. You got to, you got to be competitive. And hey, this this game's up in the air. You you should win this game if you want to be a consider one of the better teams in the league. Win this game, um, but just don't get blown out. You cannot. You can't have that happen. I hope they don't get blown out, but we'll see next week. I, the game's in Cleveland, right, or is it at Tennessee? Uh, I think it's. I think I'll it's here. That up. I wonder how the weather will be because the last few games in Cleveland have been bad. It's uh, it's oh no, it's at Tennessee. Yeah, it's at Tennessee. Okay, so there so, there won't be snow at least. Yeah, but it could usually, be rainy. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We'll see. Um. But yeah, the, I think this is uh this is a game where we'll need Baker quite a bit. Um, Baker's gonna have to step up. Um, be consistent. Um, and we'll see where we're at. But yeah, it should be a fun one. I just hope Stefanski leans on their running game a lot and throws a lot of screen passes. <laughs> Those two work hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's play action passes. Uh, I thought the play action pass game was very good today. Um, they had some guys running wide open um, and Baker was throwing well on those. 
Um, so yeah, I think just integrating all the stuff that we've seen over the past couple of weeks and just uh, getting it all together in one one piece. And but it starts with the run game. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to look ahead too far, but of the five games left, I'd venture to say that the Browns will only be favored against the two New York teams, unless Pittsburgh plays their backups. Or if my guess Baltimore, is Tennessee, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh or, all. Or if Baltimore is without their half their team. <laughs> true, true. Or if COVID yeah. strikes again, or if COVID right. just keeps on striking in Baltimore because they don't know right. how to wear. All right, we won't get into that. I don't want to yeah. get too political. I, I think, but they they totally messed up on that one. Yeah, yeah. It's that that game is just getting. I I don't know what to expect from it because I don't know who the heck's going to be on the field. Um, I think they got another positive today. I saw. Um, so yeah, it just continues to get worse. And I think, um, given with them pushing it back to Tuesday, if, if they do play Tuesday, um, I think it's 13 games and three day, uh, three games in 13 days, and we would be the third game. So that, yep, that's it definitely, is. A, definitely, uh, um, an advantage for us. Um, we'll, I don't know who I don't know they're going to given. They just—it seems like every day they have a—they have another guy getting tested positive. Yep. I mean, I hate—I don't want to sound like a Pittsburgh fan, but mm-hmm. the way that this outbreak started in Baltimore, they should absolutely right. have to forfeit. <laughs> or just play. Like, look at—I'm watching—I'm watching Denver right now with some with some receiver at quarterback right now. How bad are things in Denver? They almost had their quality (laughs) control coach start at quarterback in an NFL game today. Yeah, it's, it's wild this week. This week was probably the wildest of, of them all. It's been, it's been a weird season already, but so many, so many people out just the Browns too have people out and, and then Baltimore being without half their team and, and then, Denver not having a quarterback. It's just this week was one of the weird ones. I'm so glad you didn't bring up that team in Columbus because I do not want to talk about oh, yeah. my Ohio State Buckeyes right yeah. now. Yeah. Hey, I, fingers crossed they play next week. <laughs> I, I'm just sad. All right, on the better and happier things, they eat in three yes. rounds. Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah. So next week, Tennessee toss up mm-hmm. yeah. at Baltimore or against Baltimore at home. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to be a toss-up. Third game in 13 days. That's tough. Man. At home. And, and we don't know who's going to be healthy for him or on the team. It could so. be the fighting Robert Griffin III <laughs> against the Browns. Yeah, it could be RG3. You never know. Um, I, I think Lamar will probably be back, but who with this virus, you just have no idea. Um, but, yeah, that's definitely, definitely a game that they should be. Um, it can go either way. What's nice is that at eight and three, you'd think that although they're the Browns, they're not the Browns of old. They should win both games at New York, so that puts them at ten wins. So anything else is just a bonus. Right. I, I mean, I don't care if they only beat teams that are bad; they're still going to be at ten wins. Right. We're in week what twelve right now, and we have eight wins. That's it's insane. It's a think about it as a Browns fan. It is so yeah. 2020 to have eight wins for the Browns in December. <laughs> right. Uh, we would be at eight losses right now. <laughs> this is this is not normal right now, man. It's it's so fun. The season's been been a blast so far. Um, 
just we'll keep winning and uh, we'll see where we're at at the end of the season. But it's gonna be if a fun you one. were if you were to describe twenty twenty to someone else in one sentence, you just say the Browns are eight and three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Enough with the Browns jokes. Uh, they're good. I shouldn't be making fun of them, but it is crazy. The Cleveland yeah. Browns are eight and three. Like I said, I don't care if they beat eight New York Jets teams. Eight and three is eight and three in the NFL. Right. Yeah, and we, we if we go back to that Raiders game, like the post game show that we did the post game podcast. What did we talk about? We talked about beating the Eagles, beating the Jacksonville, getting the getting that eight wins before we even get to New York teams, and we, and they did that. And so it's it's great to see, and we'll see where and we're going into the the tough part of the schedule, uh, these next two games, and it's going to be fun to watch to see how. It's the true test of the season right now. It's at the end of the season they had time to get uh, comfortable with with the system and all that. We'll see where we're at. It's the it's the biggest test of the season, the next two games, and I, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, and we know going in. I know you said this a few minutes ago. Brett Baker has to play better in order for the Browns to win the next two games. Yep. I mean, it's simple, it's simple as that. He can't just not turn the ball over. He has to be one of the main reasons why the Browns offense wins the game. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gotta be a complete game um, from Baker. It's got all aspects of the offense needs to be ready to go. Um, this run game is gonna is really good, but I, against these next two opponents, they can't just they can't just rely on it. Uh, Baker's got to step up, make the throws. Make the big third down, third down passes that they need to to um, extend drives, and I, I can't wait. It's it's going to be a great test for him. Um, it's one of the biggest tests of his career, um, if we really think about it. Um, it's going to be the biggest test of his career, and see where he's at as a quarterback. Um, and I'm excited to see it. And it's worth noting that next week Tennessee will not have Jadamian Clowney, which obviously. Helps the Browns out a little bit, but um, yeah, I don't know what to think next week. I really right. don't because the just like the Browns, the Titans are a roller coaster too. They either look like they did today, where Derrick Henry just runs yeah. for five billion touchdowns, or they can't score. Right. I, I think it's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a shootout. I know we've. I've talked about it. If let's say well, I'll give this disclaimer. If it, if the weather is not. <laughs> If the weather is not like the past three, the other three games, I think this is going to be a real big shootout. Um, I think both teams will be able to run against each other. Um, uh, I think it. I think it'll come down to the quarterbacks, who who plays better, um, Tannehill or uh, Baker. I, th- I really do. I think because I think both running games will be able to dominate each other. Um, but and we'll see what. We'll see if the quarterbacks, um, which quarterback takes the other team over the over the edge to win the game. But it should be fun. Yeah, I I just really hope that Miles Garrett, well, Denzel Ward's not going to be out, which is or not going to play, which is huge yeah, loss. That's, yeah, but that's I, the Browns need Miles Garrett. I yeah. I don't think that's there's any other way to put it. Oh yeah, yeah. If if he's out, I I I don't see <laughs> I don't see it going well. Um, yeah, Miles needs to be back. Um, hopefully, if all things work out this week, he, he can be. But, yeah, uh, the Browns need Miles Garrett to beat these teams. <laughs> all right. 
I just cannot believe that it's going to be December this week, and we're talking about the eight and three Browns. Right. It's Can't awesome. It. I know. We have more wins than Tom Brady right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady and uh, what's New England? That. Yeah, I would say New England's one of the uh, yeah. That's England, a they, huge mess. As it is, today, but I think they have five games. But yeah, just think about that. They have more wins than Tom Brady. When's the last time the Browns have had more wins than Tom Brady? Probably like think... probably like week one in nineteen ninety nine. Right. <laughs> like probably one of the first two weeks or something. Yeah. It's the just, last it's... time Brady wasn't even with New England, he was still at Michigan. The Browns had one win and Brady technically had zero wins in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. This is this is fun, man. Eight and three rounds in the playoff race. We're not talking draft. We're not talking about who's going to be the quarterback next year. We're talking about playoffs. That's all we can ask for, man. Playoffs. <laughs> Fuck about playoffs. <laughs> it is that is crazy though. We're on this podcast for 29 minutes, and the first draft mention just happened. Yeah. Any other it was... year, it would have happened in minute oh, yeah. number one. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We'd be talking about oh, who, who did you watch that college game last night? <laughs> Yeah, this is this is awesome to be in. It's fun. Scoreboard watching and hoping that teams lose is so much better than scoreboard watching and hoping that teams win so the Browns get a better right. draft pick. Seriously. <laughs> I've, I've gotten tired of that. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, the Browns are 8-3. and three. They just beat Jacksonville in a very ugly win, both for the teams and for the referees. 27-25, but, hey. A win's a win, even if it, even if it's forty to nothing or twenty seven twenty five, and it only counts as one W. Yep, that's all that so matters. Yeah. Man. So the Browns are eight and three, going in the final five game stretch, a stretch that features three very tough games and two should be wins. I I won't say easy games because the NFL, but they should both yeah. be wins. So yeah. yeah, Joe and I will be back with you next week. Hopefully, talking about a team. That has Miles Garrett playing. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully he's feeling better. And yeah, the Browns are eight and three. Take care of business against the teams that you should beat. And everything else is just gravy. Yeah. See where we're at with that. Can't wait. Thanks for joining us though, guys. We'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.